This episode of Legit Podcast Pro is brought to you by Easy Legal for Podcasters, the fast, easy, do-it-yourself way to get the business and legal affairs for your podcast under control, in order, and legit so you can play the bigger podcasting game to win. Visit easylegalforpodcasters.com. Yola in podcasting. Is it even legal and what are the rules? Welcome to another episode of Legit Podcast Pro. I'm Gordon Firemark, the podcast lawyer, and I help creatives and business people in the podcasting industry to cover their legal bases and protect themselves and the things that they create. And in this short format weekly show, I share legal tips, information, strategies, and I answer your questions so you can grow your podcast. Well, maybe you saw the article on Bloomberg last month, or maybe you heard the NPR piece about it. I'm talking about payola, yes, in podcasting, so we're going to talk about that here. What is payola? Well, the definition of payola is the payment of a party, especially a disc jockey or radio station, for the promotion of a product or a service, such as a sound recording or a book or a product of some sort, without making the legally required disclosure of sponsorship. So this all goes back to really starting in the 1940s and all the way up through into about the 1970s and later, the broadcasting world was rocked by a series of these payola scandals. Record companies would pay various on-air personalities to play certain records in higher rotation more frequently as a way of promoting album sales. And then the concert promoters got involved as well, and they started doing stuff and getting people to promote concerts and well as well. So a handful of very high-profile DJs got investigated. Names, guys like Alan Freed and Frankie Crocker were in the headlines, and they got fired from their very lucrative, successful jobs. There were congressional investigations. Guys like Dick Clark testified in this. It was really a big deal. And eventually, the radio industry changed, and they basically took programming decisions out of the hands of the DJs almost altogether. And it stayed that way for a long time, up until the the late 90s, actually. So U.S. law now makes it illegal for um, anybody to accept a payment for sharing a message on radio or TV without a full disclosure. The government actually regulates 
this stuff on the basis of two different theories. First, that the public airwaves belong to the people. So regulation of licensed broadcasters is actually handled by the FCC. Now, that doesn't apply to podcasting, but the second basis is that consumers need to be protected against false and misleading advertisement. That latter is the purview of the FTC, the Federal Trade Commission. And there's been a lot of talk about this lately. So in podcasting, the analog to the payola of the radio bidets is that there's been this practice in podcasting where some of the shows with larger audiences are actually charging their guests a fee to appear on the show. Now, according to the articles I've mentioned at the top of the episode, some of these podcasters are receiving as much as $50,000 for a guest spot. That's the guest paying the podcaster. Now, one of the issues that this has come up is there, there are some people in this space that are actually advocating for podcasters to get paid when they have guests on the show is that there are PR companies, teams of people who basically book, um, book podcast guests for a living. And they are of the mind that, uh, you know, they're collecting money for the act of doing the booking, of, of promoting these things. But the thinking is, why shouldn't these podcasters be the ones who are getting paid? After all, if the if the author of a book who wants to promote his book is willing to pay someone to promote it and get them on the podcast, shouldn't the podcaster get some of that money? Well, the rules are this. The, the audience has a right to know. And the FTC, the Federal Trade Commissioner, uh, Commission, excuse me, regulates influencer marketing. And they have a bunch of disclosure requirements. The basic rule is that the disclosure of any kind of a paid relationship between uh, an, an influencer or a podcaster or a blogger or anything has to be clear and conspicuous. You have to say and disclose the nature of the financial relationship between the brand that you're promoting or the, or the product or service you're promoting and the podcaster or the host. So here's the question. Some of these hosts that are getting paid just say, this is a sponsored episode. And then they just go right into interviewing the guest or whatever. Well, the question is, is that sponsored episode messaging really enough? Well, I will tell you that. But first, let me just tell you that this episode is brought to you, as all episodes are brought to you by the free Legit Podcast Pro community, where we help each other grow and prosper with our podcasting ventures. So you can join right now by visiting LegitPodcastPro.com. Okay, so is sponsored episode a good enough disclosure? I don't think so. <clears throat> it's not clear enough. It doesn't make it plain that this guest paid to be on the show. It really just suggests that someone somewhere paid something to someone for the show to happen. So what should you say? Well, I would be very, very explicit about it. Either say, our guest today is also the sponsor of this episode, or something else like, this episode is brought to you by the title of the book that's now available on Amazon. And our guest today is the book's author, John Jingleheimer. Welcome, John. Thanks for being with us. So I think that would be a perfectly reasonable way to disclose. And it does have to be conspicuous. So it has to be in the same medium. That is, if you're an audio podcast, make it an audio disclosure. If it's video, put it on the screen as well. If it's just, you know, you can't just put it in the show notes in fine print. And you need to say it multiple times, not just the top of the show, not just the tail end of the show, but also somewhere midstream. So listeners are more likely to actually hear it and notice. That's what this is all about well-informed consumers who are armed with all the information that they need to make a decision about whether to buy the product. If they hear you, the podcast host, 
talking about, uh, you know, interviewing this guy and talking about this great book that they've written, and they don't know that you got paid to say all that stuff, maybe they go out and buy that book based on your endorsement. That's what it is. The podcaster is making an endorsement of the guest and the guest's product or services, and that needs to be disclosed. So the bottom line is this. If you are trying to obscure the fact that you're being paid or that create something so the listeners won't know what's happening, you're doing it wrong. The FTC has influencer marketing on its radar more than ever these days. They've gone after sports figures promoting crypto. They've gone after celebs promoting clothing and skincare products and acai berry juice and all those kinds of things. And anybody who isn't making those disclosures, they've gone after them. And now as podcasters become influencers and influencers become podcasters, I say it's not a question of whether they're going to go after podcasters. It's a question of when. So isn't it time to start doing things right? Just be transparent. Be in your integrity. It's the right thing to do, and you will save yourself a whole lot of potential trouble later on. Now, if you've got a question or an issue in podcasting that you'd like me to address, just post a comment on this video, and I will see it. I'm Gordon Firemark, the podcast lawyer, and that's it for this episode of Legit Podcast Pro. I'll see you again next week.